0: Welcome to this episode of the Cast. It is me, Jackson Campbell, joined again with a Dallas Pruitt um, for today's extended cut weekly review on the episodes that Dallas dropped this past week. Um, we're very, so we, we love doing these episodes. We love jumping in, um, reviewing each one of the daily drips and then pulling out actionable items is always the big takeaway that we're trying to do on these episodes so that we can implement these principles that Dallas teaches us. On a day in and day out basis, Dallas, how are you this morning,
1: dude? I'm doing good. I'm not doing as good as you are, though. Knowing uh, where you're headed today, I'm telling you, I'd be doing a little bit better if I yeah. was in your in your shoes. So,
0: yeah, it's five it's five eighteen right now five eighteen a.m. here in Maui on a Friday. Um, d- Dallas and I usually record these episodes on a Friday after all the daily drips have dropped, um, and then we and then we obviously release this episode on Saturdays. But I've got some friends in town. And I haven't been able to spend a lot of time with them because work's kind of been so crazy. But today, as soon as we're done recording this episode, I'm taking some time um, to go build those relationships and strengthen those relationships with people I love. And I'm very excited to do that. And we're doing Road to Hana. Yeah, is awesome. you got
1: no other. You got no other option in the than to be where your feet are today because there is no service for the there majority no of that service. drive.
0: No, no, there isn't. And I'm I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to. Connecting with a friend of mine that I've had for years. He's one of my one of shout out Alex. It's Alex Alex Sutton who's here. Um, but I'm very excited to go spend some time with him. Those those relationships are important. Those relationships are very important for sure. to me. Um, and I I just I guess an actionable we can pull out of that is make sure you do something this weekend or today to strengthen a close relationship because um, yeah. those, those relationships are very very important. It ties right
1: I, into the uh, ties right into the first drip, really.
0: Yeah, it does. Let's dive right in. So Monday episode at Monday we talked you talked about how to attract the right partner you talked about being a mirror uh, but I'll let you I'll let you give us a quick review and then I'll I'll share my comments yeah. again go ahead Dale. I I really like to start
1: it by um just like addressing a thinking error that I think happens uh, you know that I I've noticed that happens with a lot of like early business owners um is they 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 look at all the areas where they lack. I mean, they're skilled. They obviously have a skill set. They have a vision. They want to go build. Um, and in the areas that they lack, they look to fill those holes with other people who have skill sets, which is great. Um, and they spend a lot of time focusing on like who those people could be, um, and, and who those people are. Um, and it gets them further and further away from developing who they are and uh, you know again, being a mirror and trying to be that person that they are trying to find those qualities in. And and that's really how you attract better people to your circle in building something. You know, I, I'll speak personally to this, like in the early stages of growing my business um, it was always like, man, I need to go, I need to go find these people. There's these missing pieces. Um, And that was frustrating because those people were really hard to find. Yeah. Um it didn't like it was not a simple process and it got me further and further away from developing myself, developing the business. Um and what I found was the more I reversed that thought process or like flipped that thought process to developing me, um developing the qualities that I wanted to see in others, developing myself and my skill set in the areas where I lacked, um it brought other People into the circle brought other people into the vision, and they were to they were able to better see what was going on. And at that point, I didn't have to convince people that it was a good idea that they needed to jump on board. Um, it it that that type of approach and process actually attracted people who were already like minded and already got the big picture. I didn't need to explain it to them. They yeah. just they just does that make sense? It was more magnetic that way. And so, um, but again, it's, it's very easy for us to, you know, think, man, there's all these holes, there's all these gaps in the team and the area, you know, these, these skills that we need in order to thrive. And, and, you know, If you spend more time focusing on how you can develop yourself as a person and be that kind of person for the other people around you and look to add value instead of look to bring somebody in that can add value to you, really like that's the root of it, right? It's like one mentality is you're looking to other people to bring value to you, but you're skipping, you're not recognizing that you're skipping over a really important step or you know, something that's even more foundational, which is it's your job to bring value to others. And by bringing value to others, that's how you attract, that's how you attract people.
0: Totally. No, man, this that you said it perfectly. I don't think there's anything I need to add there, but it's, it, it's a principle that we actually talked about in the episode that dropped this morning, today, Friday, the, the Aloha Friday, abundance will always win. Um, Tyler talks about the relationship that he's been able to build with Eric Thomas. And it was strictly off asking, how can I provide value for you? What can I do to add to you? And what did that that
1: do? I mean, I'm sure you talked about this because I didn't, I haven't had the chance to listen to the Aloha Friday yet, but, um,
0: you know, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it Dal. Well, it caught him off guard. I
1: I mean, like, I'm sure you talked (laughs) about this, but like it caught him off guard, right? It was like, wait, I usually am brought in to bring value and people expect that of me. And it caught him off guard that the first thing that we addressed was, "Hey, what can we do to to bring value to you? Like, how can we help you?" Yeah. And again, I think it's just it's magnetic. It's a and good word for it. And because of that us. question,
0: sorry, now because of that question, the relationship has been able to blossom and continue post that business dealing that we had with Eric Thomas at Peak Partnership. So it's been it's it's been awesome, and it's a testament of that of that principle to be a mirror, um, be the person that you're trying to attract because you will, you'll attract those people to you for sure.
1: I'll even like give more of an actionable here because we have so many goal oriented people, um, who, who listen to the, to the daily drip and, and just the growth cast as a whole on a very consistent basis. You know, it's like worthwhile to address, um, a process that you, myself, Tyler, and most members of our team and network, um, go through, or should be going through on a regular basis when defining goals is, you know, most people create a goal and it's like, create the goal, bring specificity to it, be detailed, give a deadline, like all of it, make it measurable, however you want, whatever acronym you want to use to define the proper types of goals, right? Sweet. Most people do that, that get goals but there is one really important step that I think a lot of people don't do. And it's why it's included in our journaling system that we use across the board. And that is to ask yourself the question, who can help me with this goal? And who can I help with this goal? Who can I bring value to? Um, and so, and then there's this progression that we go through every single time we define a goal. It's not just define a goal. It's literally rooted in the goal is rooted in how can I bring value to people? Like what, the reason I'm creating this goal is because at some level at a high level through this goal, I'm going to be able to bring a ton of value to people to help and serve. And so that's an actionable in and of itself, you know, again, how to attract the right partner. Well, how to attract, you know, achievement (laughs) could even be part of it is look to value, right? Like don't create a goal that's self-serving. Create a goal that serves others, like create yeah. a mechanism there that a catalyst for like impacting the world and impacting, you know, your circle of influence for the better. And that gives you more fuel, more firepower every day to go out and be motivated to do something because again, it's outward. You're not, it's not self-serving. It's not selfish. It's, it's selfless. It's, it's looking to others and, you know, rooted in purpose and your why, I mean, do that's. It's really powerful. It's really powerful. And it's a super important step that a lot of people just don't really think about when they set a goal, you know, it's very self-serving and it's not out of malice. It's not out of, you know, I'm not saying people are selfish. I'm saying that like, it's just a normal type of process for most people to go through to be like, what kind of goal do I want to achieve? And it's really like focused on you. And it's like, "What, what do I want to do to help other people through my goals? How can I impact the world? How can I impact these people around me? in my close inner circle, in my bigger outer circle, thinking bigger and bigger and bigger, right? Like, how can I serve? How can I help?
0: Yeah, no, that's awesome. Such a, such a great actionable um, there to definitely think about when you are doing your goals, when you are planning out is how can you add value to somebody else? We talk about the law of, I want to make sure I say this word, right? Reciprocity.
1: Reciprocity. Yeah.
0: Reciprocity, right? What what you put out is what you get in return. For Um, sure. Yeah, definitely. Couldn't, couldn't agree with that more. Awesome. Let's move on here to Tuesday's episode love the process. Um, you've yeah. talked about this, you've talked about this multiple times, but I loved this take on it as well. Um, and it's always a good reminder to, to make sure you're falling in love with the right thing when you're doing this work, but Dallas, I will turn it over to you. Go ahead. Yeah, it's just a,
1: just a gut check, really. Yeah. Um, just a perspective, um, just, just, just a safeguard for your perspective because it can get off base, which is, and it's because people say things or you've heard, you've heard people say stuff like love, Love what you do and you'll never work another day right. in your life. And I, I freaking hate that statement. Just to be like, Frank, I think that's a dumb, I think that's a dumb, Wait. false statement. Yep. Love what you do and you'll never work a day again in your life. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Anything great requires a ton of work, like a ton of work, like yeah. daily work, hard work, gut-wrenching work sometimes. Not
0: necessarily fun work.
1: Not super fun work all the time. No. No, but it was just a gut check to one, bring clarity to that statement. Like most importantly, which is if you love what you do, you'll grow and you'll succeed and you'll thrive. And what I mean by that is if you love to work hard, you'll, you will be successful. You will be very successful in anything you choose to aim at. If you love the work, if you love the work, anything you choose to aim at, right, you can, you can dial in that, that vision, you can dial in specificity with the goal, you can go through that process. And as long as you love to work hard, right, you'll, you'll be successful, you'll thrive, you'll be fulfilled. That's actually where fulfillment comes from, dude, is hard work. Fulfillment doesn't come from loving what you do. So you never work another day in your life. Like that actually sounds very unfulfilling. Because work is fulfilling serving people is fulfilling sweating blood sweat tears for a bigger cause outside of yourself that is extremely fulfilling and it's hard work and it's not easy and it's frustrating and it's it's emotional it's all those things so it was just an invite man like gut check yourself make sure you're not falling into the trap of that statement and next time you hear it let it go in one ear and out the other you don't need to you know, put somebody in their place. You can just, you know, come to the recognition that that's false and you can gut check yourself and say, no, I'm going to love the work. I'm going to, I'm going to continue to place my love on the right, the right things that produce.
0: That's awesome. No, such a good reminder. Such a good reminder. I don't think I have anything to add there other than amen and ditto couldn't agree more. There's a yeah.
1: reason I bring it up all the time. I mean, I yeah. literally like every about 20 days, it's a love the work type of episode, and it's just because it's one of the easiest things to get away from. You know, it's like distractions, like everything that's pulling our attention, frustration, oh, self doubt, like all those things get us away from from the work. Oh, no, that's awesome. Anyways, it's always a gut check.
0: But yeah, placing your love and placing your uh, your. Um fulfillment in the right areas, I think is probably the biggest takeaway from there is make sure you're putting that, that sense of fulfillment um, that, that it's coming from the right place. Yep. Um, no, so thank you. Thank you, Dal. That's great. Great episode. Moving on to Wednesday here, Better Ways. Love this episode. I got multiple comments on this episode, Dal. I've, I've talked I to people about this one. Um, yeah, go ahead. I'll, I won't yeah. even say, anything. go ahead.
1: Um, so I wanted to go through the, the mental note from this drip. Um, yeah. The mental note was the old way isn't the only way. It's just one way. And the invite was to always remember that there are other ways. There are new ways. And sometimes there are better ways than the way you know. The the better question that we can ask or some of the better questions that we can ask that help us find the right ways, which is what we should be focused on, is like best possible solution all the time. Not my way right? It's just best possible solution, most functional, most efficient solution to the problems we face. That should always be our focus. The mission should be the focus, not anything personal. Once personal things get in the way, it creates problems, right? You are not able to efficiently build something of of greatness. You're not, right? And so some of the better questions that we can ask is, you know, as I'm as I'm identifying the right way here to the best possible solution is my ego. Like am I, I got to check my ego. Is my ego obstructing my view? Meaning like my self-serving bias on the things that I've invented in my own brain. Am I closing off my perspective to other better solutions or better ways? Because I'm so determined to do it my way. Right. Right. So it's just, it's just asking yourself like my ego, is it in the way? Do I have a blinder up? If I do, what is it? You know, what other options are there? And it's just driving home the fact that, dude, old ways, some of those old ways are really good ways. They actually will work really well, but there's also new ways and different ways and better ways. And if you're, if you're focused, if you're focused every time you face a problem within a team dynamic and a personal situation, if your focus is always on what's the best possible solution, not. If you just focus on that and keep your perspective wide open you'll you'll get where you want to go faster and better and happier it's just It's just a fact, man, but That's you'll never do point. that if you if you have your blinders up and your ego gets in the way
0: i we're right here we're talking about um problems and difficulties that could jump up um in your mentality, but I also and your mindset, but I also could add, we could also ask the question is where else are, is this affecting you in your life? Oh. Where else is that? Where else is that ego halting you from learning new things to better at, at, in all avenues in your life, your relationships, your finances, your, whatever, whatever, whatever it may be. Where else, where else can you ask that question is um, what, how can I do things a little bit better, a little bit different? No, this was a great episode Dell Great, great point,
1: Jax. I, I had that experience. I have that experience in parenting over and over and over yeah. again with no, my yeah, wife, man. Course. Like she'll yeah. give me an, in, in, a piece of inside or pull something from a book she's reading. And sometimes I recognize, and now it's way earlier on than what it used to be, but like that my ego is telling me like, Oh yeah, that's a good idea. But like, yeah, right. You know, it's yeah, like, right, right, right. F- and then I'm like, wait, who are you to say that? Like, I'm talking back to my ego, like you dumbass, shut up. Like, you're completely closing off any option at at something possibly better than what you previously knew. And that's an issue, bro. Like get yourself in check, you know, totally And embrace that thing. I saw this visual. It was this other, I wanted to share this. Maybe uh, we'll create something and post it up. Um, I don't know how to link this up because it's just an image from something that was, that was random, but it, it had this visual. And it was like this, this line, um, that was identifying like growth or a ceiling. And, and basically it was identifying that the way you create a ceiling for yourself or the way you close off doors to better ways is another way to put that right. Based off this is to adopt the mentality that you, that you're an expert, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think that like that goes for anybody, even if they've been proclaimed as an expert, even if they legitimately are Mm -hmm. an expert, people who are experts Um, they, ironically, they're the ones that probably love learning most and they themselves probably don't self-proclaim themselves as experts, right? Interestingly enough, you know, I think of somebody like Ryan Holiday, Ryan Holiday. Um, he's an expert on stoicism, right? Like if anybody follows Ryan Holiday, reads his books, he's an expert on the art of living. I don't know but I'm pretty sure he's never going to proclaim himself as the expert. Mm -hmm. He's going to continue to focus on what learning as much as he possibly can so that he can fulfill on helping as many people as he possibly can through his expertise, Yeah, you know? And so, but again, like you as the person, you as the expert, you have to adopt the mentality that you're, you're not, you're not the expert. You're learning as much as you possibly can. Right. And, and again, I mean, it's kind of this like, Interesting thing because you are, you are an expert, but like the way to become more expert in anything and increase your expertise is to focus on not being an expert, focus on learning. And if you, yes. And if you, I want to learn, if you adopt the mentality of, I want to learn, dude, that takes the ceiling off the roof. And now you can go as far as you want.
0: Does that make sense? Totally. No, totally. I think the biggest takeaway then from this episode and kind of what we've talked about right now is check your ego, check your ego, no matter how long you've been working in a specific space, no matter how long you've done real estate, multifamily real estate, you're on fire, you're closing a bunch of doors. That's awesome. But make sure to check your ego because there's always a better way. There's always more to learn. There's always better ways, better ways to do things operationally, Better, better ways to go about business. So definitely yeah, be an expert. Work really hard to consider yourself an expert and work hard but never ever ever.
1: Do you remember uh, when we were at Peak and Ed Milet said the the older I get, the more I learn that I know I I know very little.
0: Yep. That's a I lot. I would
1: consider I would consider Ed Milet an expert.
0: Yeah, definitely. Right? Say, but yep. that
1: was a statement made from his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> the older I get, the more experience I gather the better I get at things, the more I understand that I know very little.
0: It's awesome.
1: That awesome. is a mentality that we should all adopt.
0: It's powerful. It's yep. powerful. Super powerful. Awesome. I love that. I love that. I love that little, that little tangent you went on there. It's so, so, so powerful. Um, okay. Let's move on here. Episode, episode from Thursday, patiently impatient. Love this one. Um, talks about, yeah, no, go ahead. Now I'll let you dive in and I'll have my thoughts at the end.
1: Yeah. I think it's super easy to get confused. Um, or honestly adopt the, the wrong type of mentality in terms of uh, in regards to patience. you know, when you're trying to do something really big um, and cultivate this business and this life that that of your dreams, you know um, it's super easy to adopt the mentality of like, well, I'm working hard and like my time's coming. And when you start saying things like my time's coming um, or I'm going to, I'm going to wait, patiently wait my turn. Um, that can start to bleed out into what looks like um, less action, I guess, for lack of better words, right now. Um, it, 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 it creates inaction. You know, yeah. if you focus on being patient, it, it really does create inaction. Now, patience is a virtue and patience is important. And really, where we should attach patience to is the results that we get, yes. not yes. the work that we do. And that's really what we're trying to clarify here is that, you know, you can't let that type of mentality of like, I'm going to wait my turn seep in because if you continually sit in that thought process, it will create less gonna action. Create- You're
0: going to be waiting forever. You are going to be waiting forever. Yep. Um, I, we go to, we do, we put on these seminars. We put on these seminars for people. They come, they come to our free 90 minute class. Um, we're Todd's up in front of the room. I'm talking about coming to our three day class coming to our three-day workshop. A lot of people that are listening to this know exactly what I'm talking about. There are so many people that come back and say, oh, next time. Oh, they come back to the back of the room at that free day to sign up for the, the three-day, that free 90-minute class to sign up for that three-day. They come back and they say, oh, I'm just going to wait. I'll wait till the next time you guys are around. I'm going to think about it. Those people never show back up. They, they end up waiting forever. So it, it is, it's, it's a, you have to be, you have to be careful um, to be patient for the result, not to put in the work. The work has to start immediately, immediately, and it has to be consistent. So yeah, no, I just wanted just wanted impatience.
1: Impatience yeah. works with action, and you know, patience is probably something—not probably—patience is absolutely something that you should tread lightly on when you don't, when you don't know, right? right. Like it's tough to take action when you're when you're unsure. But I'm telling you what, dude, there's plenty of times in your life, you think back, me, anybody who's listening right now, there has been plenty of times in your life where you had surety of something, but you allowed fear to settle in. Mm -hmm. And then that fear tricked you into thinking that you needed to wait. You needed to think some more. Well, then thinking became more and more of a mess and fear settled further and further in. And that's what caused the inaction. But you labeled it as patience, or you know whatever. A lot of the times, when we're saying we're we're trying to be patient, or you know whatever, it's we're actually being fearful. We're yeah. actually being fearful, not patient. We're being fearful. Again, I'm not claiming that anybody should go out and at, take massive action on something that they're completely unsure of right this second. That's probably not good advice. That's probably not a principle that you should plow through. But what I am saying is that you'll have you'll have a moment of surety on a lot of things in your life. And then shortly after that, if you don't take action, what happens is what? You let fear start to settle in. You start to listen to an improper voice. You start to pay attention to variables that don't matter, that aren't real. And you create monsters and scary situations out of nothing when you had surety of something. And that's a problem. So that's the invite is Dude, when you have surety of something, and even sometimes when you don't have full surety, but you feel very confident, you have this intuition, right? Dude, action works. Be impatient on action, and action will produce, and fear actually dissipates. Fear goes down as we take action, but fear increases as we don't take action and as we sit in patience. That's a problem.
0: Yeah, no, couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Dallas, you said said one thing there about... Sometimes it's hard to take action when the, when the choice isn't clear. A lot, I, I feel as though, I just want to add to that and say, I feel as though a lot of the times we trick ourselves into thinking that the answer is not clear. We know that we know we We need to push that fear aside, that fear that creeps in to, to make us think, Oh, I'm not really sure. Oh, I don't really know. No, you know, you know, you know, enough to be able to take action, right there. You don't have to know everything to be able to know, Oh, I know each step along the way. That's going to make sense for me to be able to be whatever successful. You'll never know everything. You'll never know everything, but you'll, Oh, you'll know enough to be able to take action. And I just wanted to point that out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Indecision is the, is the wrong action. Right. Right. Like, like be decisive. It's a hard, no hard. Yes. It's not. uh, Maybe, maybe maybe stocks, dude, like maybe socks. And I'm not saying you can't ever use the word maybe, but man, like, don't say it very often. Yeah. <laughs> like it's either no or it's yes. And that's okay. It doesn't mean that the no today can't be a yes a week from now, but like, totally. don't say, stay stuck. in maybe cause mm. it'll, it, you'll stay stuck there for a very long time. Yep. Um, indecision is the only wrong decision. Most of the time.
0: Love it. Love it. I think that's a perfect way to end that episode. Um, Dallas, these are, these trips were amazing, man. I uh, absolutely crushed it as per usual. If you didn't, if you weren't able to jump on and listen to these daily drips, they're short three- to five-minute episodes that I definitely want to encourage you to go back and listen to because there's a lot of gold nuggets that Dallas and I didn't even point out today. So I definitely encourage you to go back and listen to them if you haven't yet. Um, Dallas, anything else you want to add um, regarding um, these, these drips this past week? The only thing I want to add is meditation.
1: jump off the freaking bridge waterfall for me today on Road to Hana, please, Beautiful. because, man. I'm, I'm telling you, I know jealousy is, is not a mental principle, but man, I'm feeling a little jealous today. So jump well, off that freaking bridge waterfall and make sure you, you uh, don't hit get the rocks.
0: Here. So you just need to get out here and come <laughs> no. visit me. No, yeah, absolutely. Definitely. I will. I'll definitely have some fun. Um, for those of you that are listening, please do leave a, leave a, leave us a review. I know we challenged you today when the episode dropped this morning from the Aloha Friday episode um, to go leave us a review. And um, we would, we would appreciate it. Um, if you haven't yet, please go leave us a review. Leave Do us it. a rating. Do definitely it. share this episode. If you found some value here, we definitely want to be able to reach as many people as possible. Dallas, thank you so much for your time, thank my you, man. Thank you, I so appreciate you. Um, if you guys need anything or have any questions or have any any sort of input or anything you'd like to let Dallas and I know, please email us at growthcast at the multifamilymindset.com and we'll get back to you. Dallas, thanks again, my brother. Have a great weekend, everybody. Take care, y'all.